0: money let's talk money
1: i don't have your money
0: i know i'd be a lot happier with some extra cash is this about money obviously this is all about money oh man we got bills to pay buddy (laughs) with practical tips and a focus on scripture let's talk money with dave and reb from more than enough real conversations about money for real people let's talk money Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
1: I'm ready to talk money.
0: We were just having a a little (laughs) laugh with uh, Will, the producer, on the way in, because we were all getting set, and Will says, are you ready to talk money? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to talk money, and I guess, Reb, you're ready to talk money. So, welcome to the show. I hope you're ready to to talk talk money, too, because this is a show where Reb and I talk about the heart issues around money and apparently will wants to get involved <laughs> so welcome to the show if you've heard us before then you know where to get the show more than chri.ca and of course not mine.ca um, and then whatever podcasting platform you're on we're on youtube as well so all of those places to sit back relax join us at the table um i always like to i have the picture i got my a little coffee cup there, and going, okay, we're just going to have a conversation about something that I think a lot of people is top of mind. In fact, I know it's top of mind what with money? a lot of people. Yeah, money. <laughs> <laughs> so, when uh, before we jump right in, I just want to give a shout out to the, the people at Crosspoint Financial, Brent Vandermeer and his team, and thank you for sponsoring the show so that we can talk about money yes. and the hard issues around money. Yes. And today, right off the get go, 65% of you are thinking about and engaged in this conversation. According to the, the, uh, one of the surveys that's out by CIBC, um, they, uh, I think that the stat there that jumped out at me when I read it was 65% of people are, are looking at it and, and said inflation was their top financial um, concern. Uh, what I found interesting about that is, is that in a lot of ways, that is something that we can't. We can't physically change. We can't physically touch the inflation. It's kind of this great big word that creates fear in all kinds of ways. And the government's trying to deal with it in certain ways. But and we're not
1: really talking about inflation. We're, not. we're actually talking about living your. Financial reality, your current financial reality, and you're jumping in way ahead. And, and the reality
0: fast. is, but the reality no, you're is, jumping ahead. I know, I just wanted to set the <laughs> stage for you, Reb. So, okay. but the reality <laughs> is, is that that's something that we can't change. And I got to pick the verse today because I know you, you let me, Reb, let me pick the verse.
1: So, yes, you have to do the verse. But anyway, I, I, we will direct you to this, uh, poll that David, um, mentioned and i don't know where he got the number that he said so he'll it's have right to here on the sheet that's oh 65 percent
0: yeah that's more a, than
1: half of respondents. oh yeah i said inflation <laughs> okay i obviously i read
0: the, right. i read the, the uh, <laughs> we're, we're not even gonna go there i i'm just oh i'll just zip it up <laughs>
1: okay okay okay
0: okay i was but reading for it. those of you keeping I, score this is the one <laughs> david has got in the last 200 <laughs> podcasts dave gets one point
1: Okay, just read the scripture verse, which we have quoted many times in 2022. And it's
0: very appropriate for right now because the the version I'm going to read it in is from Proverbs 27 and 12. And it says, the prudent person or man sees trouble coming and ducks. So I'm about to duck because I think Rev's got a left hook coming across here. Uh, But the simple man walks blindly and is clobbered. I mean, Actually a
1: simple ton.
0: Yes, I I, I exchange that for man in the context person, of our. Person. Simple uh, person. I was thinking about me. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's not about you, Dave. Anyway, well, when there's a left
0: bet- hook coming. Okay. Uh, it's about me. Okay. Okay.
1: I will collect myself and get back on track. Right, a simpleton walks in blindly and is clobbered. So that's mm-hmm. a great picture
0: and And so you know going back to our sixty five percent statistic and and we can jump off from there but the the there there are real concerns there are real indicators that say things are getting more expensive and and inflation is one of them and uh, one of the again when I read the the article um one of the things that that struck me as I read it was is I personally, Dave Van Oppen, have very little impact on what happens with inflation. Um, I can't impact that. Um, And I think this is, you know, where our, our conversation this morning, we're hoping goes, this is, so what do I do now? If I'm a prudent man, I see that there's some trouble coming, but how do I change? How do I respond in the scripture? It says he ducks. Okay, well, what does that look like in our finances, right?
1: Yeah, well, that's a big question that we're going to talk about. I just
0: asked you, it's up to you now.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to talk for the next 25 minutes. Anyway, no, we're doing this together. But um, it is an interesting thing because as you're talking, I'm thinking we have to be aware of course, financial awareness creates empowerment. I told Dave before the show that I feel like 1 Corinthians 13.1 is like, you know, mm. when Paul says, if you speak with tongues of men and angels, but don't have love, you become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. I feel like I'm clanging and banging the same message over and over again, and I'm hopefully doing this with all kinds of love and the listeners are feeling the love because it becomes a message that you just feel like you're banging and clanging in a world of a lot of noise. And we don't want this to be just a a noisy gong in your ear again. So if you can take a deep breath, and really hear maybe what the Spirit of God wants you to hear, not what Dave and Reb are here, are here to say. We have some insight, but we by no means are the last line of wisdom. We are maybe can give you a drop of wisdom. Um, and we quote the scripture because we do see trouble coming. Trouble is here. But what I was thinking of in particular when Dave was speaking was if we focus on the trouble, we will stay in trouble. Yeah. And we do need, Dave and I are having conversations about our own, there was a, a phrase I heard from a, um, uh, oh, I can't remember her name and I said I would find her. Um, I'm just starting to read and follow her. Um, she's a Washington Post um columnist on finances. She's a Christian lady. And she talked about living your financial truth. We call it living your financial reality or your current financial reality. So, but it means the same thing. And it just struck me. And I said to Dave, what's our financial truth right now? What's happening in our spending plan? Are we are we accurately anticipating expenses in the next few weeks, in the next month, even over the year? Are there some big expenditures that we are planning for or we're saying no to that we thought we could we could be a yes, but now they're a no.
0: It's so, so- I mean, this is, and I want to pause there because, I mean, we're you're, you're talking about us and having this discussion, but I really want to um, kind of hammer in that um the, the poll that we read from CIBC and there's many polls out there. There's lots of news out there, but what we can take from that is, is that, okay, we do need to change there 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 um, you know, as we look at the economy, as we look at, and, and I find myself literally saying probably 10 times a day right now, we are in a period of volatility in, in, in just inflation and interest rates and changing this and changing that. And, and, uh, you know, um, and that volatility then, you know, how do we respond to that volatility? Well, by keeping short accounts, and you know I love to sail, so I'm, I'm going to flip into a sailing metaphor, mm-hmm. but you know, when the wind is blowing in one direction and it's got, a, you know, the day is sunny and, and all that, you, I mean, you set the sails and you can go do a, a lot of other stuff on the sailboat because you set the sails, you set the tiller, and then <laughs> you know, everything goes, right? <gasps> in a period where the wind is swirling or you're coming around or there's islands in the way and you're trying to navigate, you got to keep your hand on the tiller. You got to be aware of what's going on, how the wind, the nuances of that. And and we are in a period again, 65% of us acknowledge that, boy, there's, there's something financially out there, um, that is top of mind. It's a concern, but I don't want you to focus on the wrong thing. I don't want you, as you said, don't focus on the fear. We don't wanna focus on the thing we actually can't change, which is inflation. Uh, what we can change, what we need to focus in on is, is, is okay, first of all, we're gonna ask the Lord for wisdom. We're gonna say, Lord, teach me, tell me what it is that I need to focus in on. Right. Even in our, uh, our discussions about, we're asking the question. So the plans that we made for 2023 They're only a couple weeks old (laughs) and we're already revisiting them because we're going, well, shoot. Things have changed since we made that decision or since we started to go down that road three weeks ago as we crossed the year or whatever, however many weeks ago as we crossed.
1: Our own plans for 2023, we've been talking about for months to be honest. So now now the reality that was last summer is not a reality anymore. And like everybody, we have to live our financial truth and live our current reality. So what is that? And some of you may not know it. Some of you may be so focused on your current reality, it's causing you stress and trouble. Mm-hmm. So we are here to say, because the question came to the office and it was, is it possible to save money in this climate? Yeah. Well, if you don't look, I, I can't, I feel like in my head, I want to explain it a certain way. And I don't know if I can. So if we're so focused on the trouble, then no, probably not. But if we just say it is what it is, this is what the expenses are for this month. How am I what am I saying yes to? and what am I saying no to so that I can put even ten dollars away a week to save? Like well,
0: and, and I want to jump in because we had this discussion just recently. Um, one of the the, the the gongs that we have sounded over, I don't know how many yeah. years we've done the podcast, is if we want to save money in the grocery budget, in the grocery line item, and then meal planning and looking at the, uh, the, the things that are on special and planning your meals around the food that... That's on, you know, getting the flyer and walking through that process. And I'm
1: a terrible flyer shopper, I'll tell you that right now. Yes.
0: But that is one of the ways that we can say, well, maybe we've got away from that um, and and we haven't been diligent with that. We need to go back to that. So even some of these things as we talk about, you know, the environment of change, but it is going back to the simplicity of. Am I tracking my expenses? Do I know, uh, am I planning them out? Do I know where they're gonna go before the paycheck hits? Right. Um, You know, meal planning, as we talked about, like those are the the things we can go back to where they work, they just work.
1: So our biggest tip for saving money is...
0: Keep it simple. Well, it's planning. <laughs> yeah, planning for sure. Our yeah.
1: biggest tip is planning, planning on all levels. And you know what? This takes time and intention. And what's happening is we're getting distracted. So something that we're seeing with some of the coaching clients, is that, yes, we want coaching. Yes, I'm committed. I'll sign the commitment. I'll, I'll, I'm will I'll, in. I'll meet with my coach. And then um, I know life happens and that is okay. But If we keep canceling our coaching session with our coach Mm -hmm. or if we keep missing our financial date with our spouse and it's one week, two weeks, a month, six weeks, and all of a sudden we haven't been caring for our finances intentionally, there is trouble. And that's Mm -hmm. not living the current reality. And I know I feel maybe like I'm a little raw today and it's coming out the wrong way. So you have to excuse me if that's the case. But it does take intention. It does take that extra effort. It does say, you know, you know what? I'm not going to go do that. Go out for coffee, um, you know, at seven o'clock. I'll go out for coffee at seven thirty so that I can spend twenty minutes at least looking at my finances this week. You know, it's it's it doesn't take a. A lot in some ways But if you're not used to doing it It feels like a hurdle and an obstacle But we're telling you It does take planning It does take time It does take intention And you don't focus on all the stress Of what's happening But actually look at your own reality What is your reality? It's that comparison Looking at other things Well, I'm going to compare myself To the stat of all these Canadians That we're mentioning You know, 18% of people surveyed In this CI IBC poll said repaying debt's a priority. And you're sitting there and thinking, oh, debt's not a priority. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, well, I don't have debt. Well, okay, <laughs> then it's not a priority because you don't have debt. So don't compare yourself. We can't compare ourselves to our neighbors. We've got to hone in with God in these discussions with our spouse, our family. You no, know, I, um, this same lady that I can't remember, I'll try to get her in the show notes because I can't remember, call her, her name. last name's
0: Singleton, but I can't remember. No, her. I don't think it's uh, Singleton
1: okay. even. Uh, anyway, it's terrible. Ahead. It's terrible that I can't remember her name. Anyway, she's like, you know, her kids will say, can we do this? And she'd be like, college fund. And it would just be one word. And it, it's like, it's re, um, focusing. Yeah. What are we doing as a family? You know, you are not doing that extra thing or buying that thing you want, because guess what? We're saving for your college fund and you're going to go debt free. In their family's case, they managed to do that. But that was a it was a word they gave their kids. Yeah. And that is it's planning. It's sitting down and then communicating the plan. It's, it's communicating it in a financial date. It's saying to our family, you know what? We are not having pizza nights on Friday nights anymore unless we buy the pizzas on sale, unless we're gonna, even making them by hand can be more expensive than ordering, you know, like, like figure it out. You, you guys who listen to us, if you're listening, I think you're, you, you've got a good head on your shoulders. Mm. If if you struggle in this area and you're struggling, you've got God with you. If mm. you're struggling and you don't even know how to pray, you don't even know how to tackle it, even if you don't know how to invite God into your finances, call our office. Like, we are here to walk with you. This is what more than enough does.
0: So, and I want to I encourage as well, um, again, just leveraging the 65% of us are thinking about you know, the the financial inflation uh, later on in the article, they quote, you know, basically saying, hey, um, and I think I wrote it down, understandably Canadians uh, are prompted to reassess their economic financial priorities um, in 2023. And that was from Carissa uh, Lorenzo, she's the vice president of CIBC investments. And, and I'm going, Absolutely, um, this is exactly what we 're talking about, but for sixty five percent of us then let 's change the question we ask our friends and our neighbors because we 're thinking about it right it's it's this you right, know if right. we uh, one of the things that we know about finances is we don 't we don 't want you to be isolated we don 't want you to be to be alone in your finances and again we have this this one survey and I'm, there are many others but this one survey that really says 65% of us are thinking about this so let's change the question from oh inflation and and the conversation around the, all the negatives and the and the bad around inflation and high interest rates to so what are you doing to save money in your grocery budget like if If I came up to you, Reb, and I said, listen, you know, we're reassessing our our budget because inflation's crazy and we all like to complain about that. But (laughs) what are you doing to actually change, you know, how are you saving money? Our biggest thing
1: that we've done in the last three weeks or this past, uh, since the turn of the year is planning it. My sisters gave me an awesome thing to stick on the fridge and it has been like and i done. Tuesday, th-
0: Thursday, Friday was from the dollar store. Had a little meal plan thing. But, but-
1: And and some of you out there are really good about this. I'm I'm, I haven't been, I'll just say I haven't been so good about meal planning, but meal planning has refocused me and then, and then shopping some of the sales more than the other things that I normally buy.
0: Yeah. And you know, we got the bread maker out again. We did get the bread maker out again. So we've made some of those changes around that. But what I'm uh, encouraging you as we're listening is to say, okay, that's in the context of you and I and and our conversations, but that can grow bigger into your community and say, you know, what are the ways that you're saving money maybe there's an idea um and and i'm gonna say sometimes you go oh i can't do that i can't make bread right or i can't um you know don't don't shove those things down right away. Um, let them germinate. Um, sometimes these ideas, um, we get some ideas and then oh, we discount and, them right I away. Know, so, I know, that's me.
1: That's my. Yeah. I, I tend to do that. I can say, ah, I can't do that. And then I come around like, well, actually at my work, Dave's <laughs> learned that about me, that I come around. But but it, yeah. it really is, It's the it's living, knowing what your current reality is, living from that truth so maybe you aren't going to pay loads and loads off on your debt because it is so tight. Mm-hmm. But can you pay something?
0: Or guys? maybe the victory is just not going further into debt, right. right? Like we know again from that just one survey, I think 18% of people had incurred more debt in the last 12 months. Um, and so you're going, wait a minute, maybe maybe it's we're going to put some money in an emergency cushion and we're we're not going to go into debt anymore. And that's a victory. That, that's a victory in and of itself. Well, right? yeah, that actually so.
1: that I, it says here, one in four people said they've taken on more debt due largely to higher costs of living and expenses. And um,
0: so that's so, 25%. Yeah, yeah, that is so. 20, that
1: mm-hmm. is 25%. So you know, we don't know your story. We know ours and the things that we're having to do, you know, do you drive less? Do you, I had a meeting 20 minutes away um, this, this past little while. And I'm like, you know what? We need to drive together. We need to carpool Mm -hmm. because from one community to the next, like we, that's where the community part comes in. Um, And, And um, there was one thing I was going to say about the bread maker thing. Oh, some, some of you may have something that you can share with your neighbors as you're talking about, well, how are you saving on grocery money? How are you? Well, you know, we could drive together to get groceries. Why don't we go to the city, it'll be a little cheaper maybe in some of those stores, we can drive together, we'll save a bit of money, we'll share gas. Like, why can't we do some of those things? But it does take on that level communicating and not being not being scared to talk about it, even though fears might drive us right now to talk but about money.
0: I, one of the, the funny things that I, I think I've just realized in the last couple of years, um, and I don't know where it came from, but but we we talk about money all the time. We just don't talk about money productively. Right. right?
1: Yes. We you and I that was something that struck us in this past year as the things started to get a little more And tight. maybe
0: that's the shift for you is is just looking at it and saying, Wait a minute. I need to talk about the you know, what's really on my mind when I talk about money, and that is that I'm afraid there's not gonna be enough next month. Well, right. okay, let's let us let us keep going. Let, so enough what? Well, enough food. Okay, well, that we can talk about. So here, let's talk about some meal planning stuff. Maybe maybe we do need to go to the uh, food bank and get some stuff during this season. Uh, the other thing that's, that's really struck me in all of this conversation is this is a season. It's not mm-hmm. forever. Yes. Right? So in a lot of ways, we may be in the season of just... Hey, I gotta buckle down, I gotta hang on, I gotta I gotta hold it tight, I gotta change my plans that I was thinking, of. but that's not a forever change. Yeah. You know, again, we've seen the cycle of ups and downs in the economy uh over well, my entire I, life. <laughs> you know, I
1: keep thinking whenever, you know, during the pandemic and you just get discouraged, and mm. I would think of my my mom. Now my mom has passed away three years ago. She died when she was 93. She was born um, at the beginning of the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia. They immigrated um, to escape the persecution. Um, then, so that was at the, so she didn't live, live in World War One, but then she, so then that's 1920s, and then she heads into the Depression. You know, as a young mm-hmm. child, they live in a rural community up north, They lived, they had to be community. Then her mom dies. Then, you know, there's World War II. Then there's this. Then, you know, there's the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, you got every crisis going. You've got (laughs) 18% interest on their farm loan. Like, all of that. You've got got all of that. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, my mom lived through all kinds of ups and downs and adversity. And if she were here for you today, she would say, just trust mm-hmm. and and know, and I'll remind you of this again, because I've said it here before, when you're standing at the grocery line and you have to put a piece of food back, which can feel embarrassing when you have to do that because you just know that you've gone over your, your plan for the week. She said, when you are in your 80s and old and you're sitting in your chair and you're thinking about God's faithfulness, you are not thinking about all the times you had to put food back. No. She said that to me once and it was the most like this is a woman who had counted pennies. This is a woman who lived on bologna and tomato soup so that one one whole winter season so that my dad
0: could go to Bible school. And like, that's the change. So we're talking, think, you know, we're kind of bouncing back and forth around this idea that, okay, change has to happen. Yeah. Let's make it productive change. And, uh, you know, if you don't like bologna and tomato soup, <laughs> uh, okay, I get it. Um, and the you bologna know,
1: isn't cheap anymore <coughs> either. No. I'm not saying neither is the soup, but that's another story.
0: But, well, borscht, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we you borscht. know, it's cabbage and, and <laughs> whatever else you throw in there. And, and you know, again, I, I think of that and, and go, well, it's not our favorite meal. But you know what, if it's a cheap meal that gives us what we want in terms of, of the the energy we need, well, okay. Well, and I know I'm, we're
1: taught, we're, we, this conversation today is all over the map. I'm <laughs> sorry, everybody. But I was thinking of my neighbor who's a farmer and she says we eat to nourish ourselves, not mm. to entertain or just feel good about the taste in our mouth. Mm-hmm. It's nourishment. So what brings your family nourishment That you know, we want to like what we eat. You know, make it fun. Make Mm. it fun with your kids. Make it fun with you and your partner. Throw some peppercorn
0: in the borscht and see how the kids respond. (laughs) Well, invite your neighbors
1: over and see. You can have a potluck. Share what you have. I mean, sharing and giving is a part of this whole journey as well. But I really wanted to say, if we focus on all of the trouble Mm. that is there, you know, the verse says. The wise person sees trouble coming and ducks. Well, how do we, what is that for me? It's turning off social media sometimes, knowing that there's trouble. I know there's trouble, but what's my reality at home? What's the reality of my neighbors? And how can we share what we have? How can we plan Um, you know, plan our spending for the next month, plan our groceries, and then stick to the plan, and talk to our neighbors about what they need, about our struggle with sticking to the plan, (laughs) nothing wrong with, you know, you gotta let it out, you gotta, you know, there's some complaining that happens, but lament it out, if this is hard, and you feel like this just keeps being hard, share the hard, so that we can pray for one another and be encouraged, share what we have, you never know how your needs are going to be met in community but it's a really vulnerable thing so my encouragement like I'm just going to say this you know our friends at Crosspoint Financial sponsored the show today Brent Vandermeer has a heart to see people flourishing financially some of you might have extra and you can give him a call because he does investing and his team and he's been gracious enough to believe in the message of what we talk about on Let's Talk Money so I'm going to have his um stuff in the show notes, but you know, we just wanna, we couldn't
0: do this without Brent. That we was where you were going with that's that. That's where I was you going. Know, Brent ha- and his team are sponsoring us in terms of this show, and and we're going okay. That's part of the community. And and I was going to say, you know, for as a guy, um, you know, I look around and I go, oh, this broke in the house, or or you know, my neighbor had his uh, snowblower break, <laughs> and so you know, I was able to go over and snowball the driveway in the interim, and you know, in, in a sense, help out with that, and and. He, again, his driveway wouldn't have been snowblowed if I hadn't come over. And that's not tooting my own horn, by the way. It's just saying that as neighborly, we see the need, we can go over. They see the need in us, and they come over. Right. And and that's because they've just done the this it,
1: stuff for us, done. yeah. yeah. So, so
0: yeah. So I mean, I, I want to go back, and and we only have a bit of a minute left. I think here in the show, what is the one thing, Reb, in this season of change, in this season of um of where 65% of us are thinking about something that we really can't change, what's the one thing you wanna leave with them?
1: Where is your focus? Hmm. And focus on the Lord. Think, go read the story uh, of Peter. And walking on the water. Lord, you're calling us out of the boat and you're calling us to walk on water with you, to grab a hold of your hand and look up and keep looking up, like uh, Lauren Daigle sings Look up, child. So today, keep looking up, folks, um, as we come to Christ and he walks with us. And that's our greatest encouragement.
0: And there you have it. And join us next week when we talk money.